Coming up on InfoSec Sync, the T-Mobile hack attack affecting millions more customers than originally thought. Also ahead, the U.S. government ramping up its efforts and galvanizing support among tech giants to further cybersecurity. And ransomware running rampant over healthcare systems across the country. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending August 27th, 2021. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Nick, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Layla. How are you? I'm doing great. A busy week again. Oh, yeah, busy. You know what? It's been really hot this week, too. It has. Do you have any special plans for the weekend to cool off? Actually, I'm going to the beach, so that, that'll be really good, right? Perfect. Well, you know what else is hot? The number, it just keeps on climbing. Data belonging to an astounding 54 million T-Mobile customers have been, has been stolen in a recent hack attack. The telecommunications giant has launched an investigation in response to reports that someone had been offering to sell 100 million T-Mobile mobile customer records on the dark web for roughly $280,000 in Bitcoin. Among some of the theft victims, compromised data includes names, dates of birth, social security numbers, and driver's license information. T-Mobile has still not found any evidence that credit card or debit card information or any other financial information was stolen by the cybercriminals. The company is offering two years of free identity protection services to impacted individuals. Well, we've got more to come after the break. The FBI tracking a ransomware group targeting financial institutions. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM cyber report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. It may be called 1%, but a ransomware group is 100% on the FBI's radar. Companies are being warned of the cybercriminals after it was discovered they've been leveraging the ICE ID Trojan and the Cobalt Strike backdoor to gain a foothold inside networks. The group both encrypts and steals corporate data, threatening victims to release or auction the information if the ransom is not paid. ICE ID was originally designed to steal online banking credentials, but has since expanded into an access platform for ransomware groups. Its members are aggressive in seeking the ransom, calling victims using spoofed telephone numbers and actively emailing them if they don't respond to the initial ransom note after one week. The ransomware group has been active since at least November 2020 and has hit companies here in the United States. And Nick, I'm curious what ICE ID actually is. 
So Layla, ICE ID is actually a Trojan that's distributed through phishing emails that carry malicious uh, zip attachments. And the zip archives contain Word documents with malicious macros that if allowed execute, download, and install the ICE ID. So um, with that, they also use Cobalt Strike. And Cobalt Strike is a commercial penetration testing agent. It's been very popular with many cyber criminals in recent years. And it's used to provide backdoor access to infected systems and move laterally through the network using PowerShell scripts. I see. All right. Well, thank you for that. And speaking of uh, the Trojans, there's also some ransomware groups. And Palo Alto Networks has identified four emerging ransomware groups that have the potential to become bigger problems in the future. Following in the footsteps of the now quiet Revel and dark side cybercrime rings, the following are being tracked as potentially dangerous. Avos Locker, Hive Ransomware, Hello Kitty, and Lockbit 2.0. While Avos Locker and Lockbit 2.0 operate within the ransomware-as-a-service model, Hive Ransomware has been detected targeting healthcare organizations and other businesses ill-equipped to defend against cyber attacks. Meanwhile, Hello Kitty targets Windows systems. All right. Thank you, Nick. Well, organizations are being urged to heighten their awareness of the increasing threat of cybercrime. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has issued guidance to help organizations better protect data on their networks, particularly from ransomware. To prevent attacks, CISA recommends maintaining offline encrypted backups that are regularly tested. They also recommend developing and practicing a cyber response Plan, organizations should also mitigate internet-facing vulnerabilities and reduce phishing email by turning up spam filters and focusing on user training. Uh, the agency also endorses good cyber hygiene practices. What exactly does that mean? So, Layla, uh, cyber hygiene practices means enabling multi-factor authentication, um, using long passwords, making sure you have some sort of password manager, uh, keeping uh, antivirus up to date, and limiting privileged accounts uh, for uh, system admins and things like that. And with that, um, uh, the new Cyber Defense Collaborative. So Jen Easterly, CISA's newly minted director, is now ensconced in her current position. The agency has now announced the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative. Their mission? to leverage new authorities and bring together public and private sector entities to unify deliberate and crisis action planning. The plans will promote national resilience by coordinating actions to identify, protect against, detect, and respond to malicious cyber activity, targeting U.S. critical infrastructure and national interests. Jen Easterly is a 20-year Army veteran and credited with standing up the first cyber battalion. The new JCDC will focus on ransomware and the cloud. Companies that have been identified as participating include Cisco, Microsoft, Google, Lumen, Amazon Web Services, FireEye, CrowdStrike, Palo Alto Networks, AT&T, and Verizon. Layla. Right. Well, the Biden administration and private sector leaders have announced initiatives to bolster the nation's cybersecurity. Recent high-profile incidents have shown that both U.S. public and private sector entities increasingly face sophisticated malicious cyber 
cyber activity. The National Institute of Standards and Technology will collaborate with industry and other partners to develop a new framework to improve the security and integrity of the technology supply chain. The Biden administration also announced the expansion of the Industrial Control System Cybersecurity Initiative to natural gas pipelines. And Apple will also be working with its suppliers to drive the mass adoption of multi-factor authentication, security training, vulnerability remediation, event logging, and incident response. Nick? All great tools. And um, at the uh, White House this week, the tech giants were there. So Google, IBM, and Microsoft also announced their financial commitments to increasing cybersecurity awareness and infrastructure. Microsoft pledged $20 billion and Google pledged $10 billion to develop more advanced security solutions in areas such as security by design, zero trust, software supply chain, and open source software. Since January, the administration launched a 100-day initiative to improve cybersecurity across the electric sector and began a campaign to get G7 countries to hold nations that harbor ransomware threat actors accountable, Layla. A new zero-day forced entry exploit has successfully deployed against iOS versions 4.4 and 14.4 and 14.6. The attack blew past Apple's new Blastdoor sandboxing feature. A never-before-seen zero-click iMessaging exploit has been allegedly used to illegally spy on Bahraini activists with NSO Group's Pegasus spyware. Researchers said that they've identified nine Bahraini activists who, whose iPhones were inflicted with Pegasus spyware between June 2020 and February of this year. Some of the activists' phones suffered zero-click iMessage attacks that, besides forced entry, also included the 2020 Kismet exploit. Apple says that attacks such as the ones described by Citizen Lab researchers are highly targeted and thus nothing to worry about for most people. Apple also says that Blastdoor isn't the end-all be-all when it comes to securing iMessage. The company has significantly boosted defenses in iOS 15 and will continue to do so. Security is, after all, a dynamic process and Apple is constantly working to respond to new threats as they emerge. Well, demand for cloud security skills is expected to grow exponentially over the next five years. Certification in the space can fetch in excess of $100,000. In fact, four cloud-focused certs were included in the Global Knowledge 15 top-paying IT certifications list for 2021. Among top-paying cloud certifications, Google Certified Professional Cloud Architect at nearly $170,000, AWS Certified Solutions Architect paying just under $160,000, and Nutanix Certified Professional Multi-Cloud Infrastructure at more than $142,000, Nick. That's some good salaries there, Layla. Very good. DDoS attacks are often waged as part of extortion campaigns, with hackers threatening to escalate attacks if a ransom is not paid. Security firm Cloudflare notes that attack traffic originated from over 20,000 bots in 125 countries based on the bot's source IP addresses. However, almost 15% of the attacks originated from Indonesia and another 17 from India and Brazil combined. The security firm says that there are many malware-infected devices in those countries. 
Another notable attack that Cloudflare discovered was earlier this month when a Mirai variant botnet launched more than a dozen UDP and TCP-based DDoS attacks that peaked multiple times above one terabyte with a maximum peak of approximately 1.2 terabytes per second. In 2018, a Kaspersky report noted that the financial impact of a DDoS attack averaged more than $120,000 for small and mid-sized businesses and more than $2 million for larger enterprises. Time for a break. When we return, Microsoft downplaying a vulnerability affecting its Power App platform. We'll be right back. InfoSec Sync is brought to you by Excelio. Excelio provides economic, end-to-end cybersecurity threat detection and response solutions designed for your team, environment, and security objectives, providing packet-level visibility across your network. Visit them on the web at Excelio.com. That's A-X-E-L-L-I-O.com. Welcome back. Google has removed eight fake crypto mining mobile apps from its Play Store, but researchers have flagged at least 120 other apps on users' phones purporting to be also crypto mining. Each of the delisted apps on Play Store required user fees, including several apps that charge for initial download along with monthly subscriptions. Some offered in-app purchases portrayed as improving services. Some of the apps that were taken down flooded users with in-app advertising and urged crypto enthusiasts to personally market the apps. Some users paid recurring subscription fees that averaged $15 per month, along with other miscellaneous charges of about $200 per transaction. That promised increased mining capabilities. Can you believe that, Layla? That's a lot of money, yeah. you know, Nick. But my question, though, for you is, okay, so when you go to the App Store, for instance, and you see an app that is clearly popular, it's got a high rating, it's got, you know, a 1,000-plus reviews, you kind of know it's on the up and up. But when these apps first enter the market, is there any way to just know right off the bat whether they're legit or not without having to actually download it and take your chances? So you have to actually do your research. If you don't know about the company or anything about the app, I would have to uh, Google and you know what what people do. Google uh, any everything and anything you can about it to see if it is legit and on the up and up. So it's really taking a chance on that. That's a good point. Usually they have some kind of a company attached to the the app itself, and so you can Google that. And if you can't yeah. find anything, then it's probably not. Worth it. Legit. <laughs> yeah. Not worth it. Yeah. All right. Well, Microsoft has broken its silence on the recent barrage of attacks on several proxy shell vulnerabilities. These exploitations were highlighted by a researcher at Black Hat earlier this month. The company released an advisory letting customers know that threat actors may use unpatched exchange servers to deploy ransomware or conduct other post-exploitation activities and urging them to update immediately. The proxy shell bugs enable an adversary to trigger remote code execution on Microsoft Exchange servers. Microsoft says the bugs can be exploited when the server is running an older, unsupported CU, when the server is running security updates for older, unsupported versions of Exchange that were released in March of 2021, or when the server is running an older, unsupported CU with the March 2021 EOMT mitigations applied. And in more Microsoft news, 
COVID vaccination records, social security numbers, and email addresses tied to American Airlines, Ford, and other entities has been leaked. Microsoft Power App portals exposed personal data tied to 38 million records for months. The tech giant is calling a platform issue. Microsoft describes its Power Apps as a suite of apps, services, and connectors as well as a data platform that provides a rapid development environment to build custom apps for your business needs. The tool is used by developers to build applications that share data locally or with the cloud. But researchers say that Microsoft's Power Apps platform was flawed in the way it forced customers to configure their data as private or public. Microsoft does not consider the leaky data issue a vulnerability, rather a configuration issue that can be improved on its part. And in ICS news, organizations that use industrial control systems and other operational technology are increasingly concerned about cyber threats. A recent survey by SANS showed that nearly 70% of respondents believe the risk to their OT environment is high or severe, which is a significant increase from the 51% in 2019. While companies have taken steps to address risks, many don't know if they have suffered a breach. A majority of respondents blamed incidents on hackers, followed by organized crime, service providers, and contractors, employees, activists, and state-sponsored threat actors. As for the steps taken over the past years to provide OT security, nearly half of all organizations have increased their ICS security budget, and more than two-thirds now have a security monitoring program in place. So that's some good news, Layla. Yes, it is. Well, a new backdoor dubbed Sardonic is being used by the financially motivated threat group Fin8 in recent attacks against two unidentified financial organizations. Sardonic is an updated version of Fin8's previous backdoor called Bad Hatch that apparently is still under development. The gang's usual goal is attacking point-of-sale systems to obtain credit card information or as a general info stealer. There's some evidence that social engineering and spear phishing attacks may have been used. Unlike Bad Hatch, Sardonic can be automatically enriched with new functionality without having to redeploy malware. Fin8 has been active since 2016 and typically attempts to compromise companies in the financial, insurance, retail, hospitality, technology, and chemical industries. Well, time for a break. When we return, a slew of healthcare systems across the country being targeted by ransomware gangs. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. 
And welcome back. An emerging international cyber gang is broadening its targets to include North American media firms, universities, and a computer retailer. Dubbed Sparkling Goblin, the advanced persistent threat group has been using a novel backdoor technique called Sidewalk, used by the APT to penetrate cybersecurity defenses. The Sidewalk backdoor is similar to one used by Winty called Crosswalk. Crosswalk and Sidewalk are both modular backdoors used to exfiltrate system information, and that can run shellcode sent by the CNC server. Researchers are unclear where the APT is based, but researchers say there are clues that point to sparkling gobbling operating out of Eastern Asia. Mm. Well, a multi-million dollar deal to sell Britain's largest chip manufacturing facility to China could die on the vine. The deal between Shanghai-headquartered Wing Tech Technologies and Newport Wafer Fab has come under scrutiny by the UK government. Wing Tech has warned shareholders that this purchase is at risk after British Prime Minister Boris Johnson ordered the UK's national security advisor to investigate the deal. Wing Tech assembles smartphones and other consumer electronics with an increasing interest in semiconductors. It employs approximately 20,000 employees and is one of many companies in China to be backed by the Chinese government. Newport Wafer Fab employs around 400 people and produces around 8,000 wafers a week, typically used in the auto industry. In healthcare news, a blitz of ransomware attacks targeting several healthcare providers. An Indianapolis-based health system was forced into electronic health record downtime procedures after a ransomware attack. Threat actors exfiltrated patient data from Iskanzi Health and leaked the stolen information online in the days following the attack and subsequent network outage. The attack has also impacted the local Marion County Public Health Department, which caused issues for individuals attempting to obtain death and birth certificates. Officials say patient care has in no way been impacted by the attack. Meanwhile, Atlanta Allergy and Asthma has sent out breach notices seven months after a data theft. The announcement falls far outside the HIPAA-required 60-day time frame. Threat actors gained access to the health provider's network, accessing sensitive patient data, including protected health information. Nearly 10,000 patients have been affected there. At least 172,000 patients of Metro Infectious Disease Consultants were the victims of an email hack. A forensic security firm did not find evidence of misuse, but access to the data contained in the accounts could not be ruled out. Also, some 49,000 CarePoint ENT patients became the victims of a ransomware attack. The Indiana-based provider detected the incident and moved quickly to stymie the impact. An investigation found that the attackers were only seeking a ransom payment and not the data contained on the network. A to Z Diagnostics is reporting a months-long employee email hack compromising the data of more than 35,000 patients. Well, meanwhile, Utah-based Revere Health has notified 12,000 patients after a 45-minute phishing attack. The phishing email impersonated the U.S. Agency for International Development, which researchers have tied to the Nobelium hacking group. My goodness, Nick, so all of these healthcare providers really soft targets, it seems like, for ransomware attacks. Yeah, it, it seems to be that's the uh, the new thing, the new way to get in is through uh, healthcare. So 
got to look further into that and see what's going on there. They look like a very easy uh, target. And when you think about it, every time you go to the doctor or you sign on to a new healthcare provider, you give all of your information. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot of information. Well, it's been yet another busy week. That's going to do it for us. We want to thank you for watching. On behalf of Nick and myself, you are now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you back here next week. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment.